Hello, and welcome to the Intuitive Rising Podcast. I am so glad you're here. I'm your host, Amy Brooks, and up until about five years ago, I was just your average mom of three. It was after the sudden loss of my father that my life changed forever, and the rising within me began. In this podcast, we will talk all things spiritual and healing through a very grounded and relatable approach. I hope you'll join me remembering who you always were as we rise together. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Intuitive Rising podcast. I'm your host, Amy Brooks, and we have an exciting one today. We have a guest on the podcast. Everyone, welcome Karen Leitz. Welcome, Karen. Thank you for being here. Hi, I'm so excited um, to join you. It's an honor to be a part of the Intuitive Rising um, community and to be able to chat with you today and you know, tell all our stories and hopefully help some others. Yeah, amazing. I I was so grateful for you. I'm grateful for you in general, but because mm-hmm. we kind of have become friends outside of, you know, client and medium. And, uh, you know, this episode was really inspired because you reached out to me. Maybe it might have been as long as like five or six weeks ago now. I, I don't really know. Maybe it's been a month. I don't know. But in the past, you reached out to me and you sent me this beautiful uh, unexpected voice note about how your experience with me has really impacted you and changed your life. And you said, I need the people to know, um, what this can do. And I thought, my goodness, like, can we do a podcast on this? (laughs) And you graciously said, yes. So thank you so much for being open and putting yourself out there. It's not always the easiest thing to do to share your experiences, but I also know that you are, you know, a giver and a teacher and, uh, a light worker. And so of course you would want to share, um, to help others in any capacity. And this is the one we're going to talk about today. This is the way. So thank you so much. Uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm super excited. Super excited. We were having a laugh, uh, before I hit record because Karen's dog is, um, anytime we chat, uh, the dog is like nuts. (laughs) And and, you know, if you recall an episode I did in the past was on animal communication and how that's not common animals like to come in on sessions you know sometimes people will say oh my goodness like my dog is never scratching at my office door when I'm in here but he will not leave me alone as we're doing this session that's not uncommon so uh Comet is definitely sensitive to energy (laughs) maybe he He has something to say (laughs) he is every single time every time he is he's at my feet well a lot of the times but there is something about that energy that animals do pick up on and in my mind they sure do yeah yeah um so let's get right into it so this is going to be very conversational style we'll just see how it flows karen and i anytime we talk we talk for hours so i don't think we'll have any problem with conversation today but i guess i'll start with what inspired you to book a medium session in the first place like what drew you to that world uh, I suppose so a couple of years ago, um, my mother had, has passed away and, mm-hmm. and growing up, I've always like knew there was something more beyond this. Like yeah. I always had a feeling like there was something more, um, hard to explain. I think mm-hmm. people may have experienced some mm-hmm. of those things like, like if I'm washing my face, I just feel like there's somebody standing behind me mm-hmm. and I'll wipe my face off and there's nobody there. Like mm-hmm. there's just, I've always kind of felt that there was, but when her passing had happened, um, things really kind of unraveled a little bit more. Um, signs started to show up. Um, I started hearing th- more things in my, you know, talking in my head and my mm-hmm. sleep. Um, Things that I just thought, gosh, you know, like what's happening? And Mm -hmm. I reached out to a friend and um, she suggested um, going to a person. So the person was actually um, a Reiki kind of medium Mm -hmm. person. Mm -hmm. Um, And that just was like, that kind of just opened the doors to, to, wow, like there is more. There's more Mm -hmm. to this than I ever, ever imagined that even existed before. Mm -hmm. And then what led me to you as this, like, it's just like 
like one person says something and then another and like you like you say follow the breadcrumbs and yeah. it's going to lead you to what you need to know That's next right. or the people or whatever you're looking for you know what you're seeking will find you and i just started kind of looking on social media looking for more um spiritual guidance mm -hmm. and i don't know amy you just like you came into my life and for a reason that, and a time that I needed it. And that's how I ended up with you for my first session. Wow. So it was organically based rather than referral. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the last episode that I recorded, it was um, all about uh, what to expect out of a session. And I do kind of talk about how to find the right medium for you. And so I give some tips and, you know, I share how people find me and it's it's heavily referral based. But also I hear all the time. I don't know. I just found you and I just do. I don't know. It was just like I was being pulled in by something. So yes. I often say to my clients, you know, because I did set the intention when I started doing this work that I wanted the right people to find me, like people that our energy was aligned, that I knew I could make an impact on and they would make an impact on me. And it would be this like uh, mutually beneficial kind of experience. Uh, and so that's what I asked for. And so it, it's that way every time, like it feels like I'm meeting a new member of my soul family every session that I do. And um, I, I think that you know, the people in spirit or your spirit guides or dependent on what we're connecting to, like what kind of reading we're doing. I do feel like you, the right person is brought to the right medium, right? Like I feel like it could be dependent on that medium's experiences or, you know, their toolkit in some way, which would help them understand or better relate to, or, you know, be able to interpret what needs to come through for you. Right. Because I think that it's important that the medium has this kind of reservoir of experiences and life experiences, because then they have this um, ability to relate and, you know, properly oh, sure. interpret. Yes. Yeah. So I, I will notice a theme in readings that I do. Right. Where it's like, ah, that's there's always a commonality between my clients and me. So, um, yeah, I feel like we just were a good energetic match. And so I'm glad that you trusted the breadcrumbs. Yeah. I did. Yeah. And, um, it, it is, it is just like, it has just been, a, it has just been an, an awesome, it's just been awesome since, well, and we've done a couple, like yeah. Yeah, we've we done have. a couple. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to think when you entered my life, it's at least been a year. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yep. And, and even when we started like this, and this is something too, is I, it wasn't like I just booked a medium session with you to, to start. Like we conversed it, conversed through social media for a while and just on timing. And I wanted it just to kind of be so like, I was very intentional about mm -hmm. when I was going to set it up with you for our mm -hmm. first meeting. Um, I wanted at the beginning of the year, cause I wanted 2022 to just like be behind me. Yeah. I wanted to start fresh in 2023. And so I specifically wanted the beginning of the year. And remember too, you said, oh, you're gonna be my first, you're gonna yeah. be my first reading and this is exciting yeah. to start off 2023. And then it fell through, like you were, mm -hmm. you were not feeling well. So we had mm -hmm. to rebook and just the timing of our rebook and just, yeah, it was- It all worked out. It was all so good, yeah. Yeah. It, it was definitely meant to be. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, I remember that I wasn't feeling well, I was starting a new medication, and I just was really not at my best self. And I always aim to be at my best self when I'm doing this work, obviously. And uh, yeah, I, I don't remember when we were scheduled. I know it was soon after, like within the month, I feel. Um, but was that time? Does the timing of the reschedule not super relevant in some way? Yeah, yeah, the 10th. yeah. February 10th. Okay, I'm having a moment because I don't know if I've attached that. What's what was significant about the 10th of February for you? Because I have a significant. It event. wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. I just picked the 10th for you. It was. It was. That's right. Because yes. my yep. mind was like, "What? Right? Yes. Right?" Because I've been very open and shared that I have had a baby loss and that uh, you know my little guy Henry. Uh, who I named Hendry uh, is in spirit and that happened. I lost him on February 10th and wow. that's right because I remember putting out to you, okay, like you let me know when you can next be available and you said that date and I thought, oh, there's something to this because why that date of all dates? Because I mm -hmm. always kind of intentionally think about him 
And then we had a, a little person in spirit come through for you. Right. Which yeah. is another yeah. synchronicity too, because I also, we, my husband and I also lost um, a child and yes. her name was Abby and my daughter's name is Abby. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 There was, yeah. I, I, I was like, okay, our little ones in spirit are definitely joining us on this special day uh, for yeah. this reason. Yeah. I always, that's it. That's another example of following the breadcrumbs too. Mm -hmm. Right. And just, yeah, yeah, totally. Spirit works through all of us. So thank you for candidly sharing those personal details about you and how you got even interested in mediumship. And it's interesting that you found somebody that, uh, initially, well, the first reading you had was with a Reiki practitioner, but also mm -hmm. a medium. A lot of people that I hear that do this work got into this work through Reiki. So that's that's interesting. Um, yeah. It definitely can open you up to more when you are attuned to Reiki. You're attuned to Reiki as well. Yep. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. So have you found, I know this is not a question I, I gave you ahead of time, but have you found that your own connection, your intuitive connection has intensified mm -hmm. or deepened with your Reiki? Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that was part of, like you say, following those breadcrumbs. It's like, I never, ever thought that I would do, like, I'd never even heard of it before yeah. of Reiki. And so going to, a, I knew I wanted to before yes. I even kind of went to a Reiki person, mm -hmm. um, medium. And then that just kind of, it just Snowball. flowed. And yeah. yes, you, you just raise your vibration. You're, you're attuned to a high vi higher vibration. You sense and feel things. You're more aware of, yeah. of things, which then is good and bad because then it's like, you want to know all the things like I, by nature, <laughs> I'm a learner. I'm a lifelong learner. And I then now am in this full mode of tell me everything I need yeah. to know everything. And sometimes that's not good because, you know, knowing a lot and then, and then what to do with that is yeah. like, overcome like there's too much like there's too much, too much so yes it does bring more awareness to mm -hmm. around what's around you yes for sure do you be, believe in the concept of like things happening in divine timing so like or you know that you were led to reiki or to mediumship at a time in your life where it was meant to happen versus if you had tried to do that way earlier in your life, like what, you know, like, cause, cause I, I hear from people when they go through their spiritual awakening or they kind of tap into their inherent intuitive gifts that they say, it's almost like a grieving process of, Oh my goodness. Like, why didn't I know this before this could have helped me overcome so many obstacles and challenges. And I even went through that myself because I didn't step into my mediumship until I was 38. And I thought, my goodness, I always knew I was connected to spirit. If only I could have learned to trust when I was 18 or 20 versus 38, like all that time was wasted and spirit and spirits reminding me now because I'm covered in goosebumps that no time is ever wasted. And I obviously needed to gather all those life experiences to be able to handle it, right? Like, cause I always say spirit won't give you more than you can handle. Right. That's yeah. a good segue too into this topic. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I I have always wondered that. It's like, Kyle, you know, like, first of all, yes, divine timing for sure. Mm -hmm. And I've asked myself the same question and I've asked my friends this. And I think um, you and I have talked about this. It's like, why didn't I know this like before? Like, why yes. wouldn't I have known this like when I was younger? Why did I not experience this when we lost our child? Like right. this, this, what I know now could have just been so helpful mm -hmm. then, but I don't think I would have been ready. I don't know if I would have received. I don't know if I would have been open at the time that I was. And to be honest, like someone had said, you know, when you talk about healing, when people talk about like, I am broken, I am broken, I'm broken. I don't believe we're ever broken. I believe we're always here. We're, we're brought here and we are whole. Mm -hmm. We're going to experience loss. We're going to experience grief. We're going to experience trials and tribulations in the body that we have. But all we're doing is trying to find our way back again. We're finding our way back to self. And that healing piece is that lost piece. Like I've lost something and that was a part of me, but I'm not broken. Mm -hmm. I just need to find my way back to myself. Mm -hmm. And I think this spiritual journey that I am on and I hope other people can jump on to can be exactly that healing journey for them. Yeah. And it is all divine timing. For sure, divine timing. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I think this is a really important conversation. I think it's a, a conversation that people are talking about more. Like this is certainly becoming a bit more mainstreamed uh, or people are moving through fears and, you know, like just giving it a try. I can't tell you how often I hear from people that are like, I don't know, but like I'm willing to give it a try. And I think that's so hopeful um, that conversations and mindsets are beginning to change. I do. I really, mm. really believe well it could be we're going into the age of Aquarius maybe that could be like a huge shift also is people are wanting more they're they're really trying to find their purpose like what is my purpose what am I here to be what am I meant to do like what is my soul trying to tell me Mm -hmm. um but they get their stuff gets in their head like things get in their head that I can't do that I shouldn't do that and we don't yeah. listen. We don't listen to that. Yeah, I see the like the collective kind of healing happening in in layers and stages, which I think we have to. And when somebody goes through a spiritual awakening, it's often in those layers and chunks, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's important. You're talking. You're really talking about mindset. Uh, that's the kind of think the first stage. And so it also, you know, it's not a coincidence that there's more and more and more in the last decade talk about mindset and mindfulness. And I think that's where we start. And then it, we just keep peeling back the layers and expanding and expanding. Yeah. And expanding. So I feel really hopeful that, you know, by the time I am a very old lady, um, this will be much more mainstream and people will be self healers. They'll be self healers. Yes. Yeah. 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 It excites yeah. me. It excites me for sure. So this was the next question was, was this your first experience with a medium? It was not because you've had that experience before with the person that was uh, doing a Reiki healing treatment as well. Was it a combined yep. thing? Um, so, yes. So I, I've i seen a few. Um, okay. So two, two different people, one repeat. So yeah. the first was um, just a regular medium. We spent a lot of time just going through a lot of different things, like mm-hmm. um, in conversation, which was which was great. Like that was mm-hmm. kind of my first introduction to like the, the chakras, um, right. um, uh, spirit guides, just the different spiritual pieces and facets mm-hmm. of all of this, which was very enlightening and mm-hmm. really opened my mind to the things that are out there, which again, I didn't know. And then, yes, then the mediumship was Reiki where like, it was Reiki, but things were coming through as Reiki. And some people don't, that doesn't happen when people do Reiki. Some, you know, just based on the skills and the talents that they have. Um, and not to say that it never will. It just, it, it's, it's their skill set of what's for them. And so, and I saw her a couple different times. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, yeah, it it wasn't my first time before Mm -hmm. seeing you. Um, but it was very different. Like, I think it's very different. And I think people need to know too, that readers read differently and how they give the information Mm -hmm. and how the sitter perceives that. Mm -hmm. Um, so let's talk about that. So your, like your, your, what you do is very different than like what, um, the other two mediums that I saw do. So you, when you are an evidential medium, psychic medium, but a lot of people wouldn't know what that is. So can you, can you share what that is? Yeah, of course. Uh, I love that you're bringing this up. It's so timely as well, because when I was recording another episode of this podcast, um, just yesterday, it was the episode before this one, um, about what to expect in a reading. I explained what that is, what, what an evidential medium in is. And so I will do it again. Um, because I think it's important. It's an important distinction for me, actually, like that's purposely put there. Um, Evidential means that when I'm connecting to either your energy as a living person or I'm connecting to the energy of someone that has passed and is now in the spiritual realm, I am able to be a translator for them. So I'm not just bringing through maybe loving messages or guidance, I'm also bringing through specific examples of their existence, their relationship to you, and even how they are still witnessing and a part of your life, your current life, by you know bringing through things that have happened since they've passed that they are aware of. Um, 
And so that's what evidential means. It means that I bring through evidence of life after death. Um, and I think that's important because I've gone on record to say many times that although spirituality has always kind of been a part of my inner world and I've always felt I was trusted and knew there was something, I struggled a little bit with like, but is this my imagination? But at the same time, not knowing that it wasn't my imagination, but I just kept going back and forth with that, which is really, really normal. Um, and so for me, there, I guess there's a little bit of a natural skepticism with, okay, but am I just making this up? And if I have that, I call it building of the power. So as I'm connecting to somebody's energy uh, that's in spirit, I will just kind of bring through those specific pieces of evidence. So I might describe the relationship. So in your case, I feel like I have a mother here. Uh, I feel like this, this is what's coming through potentially that she looked like. This is something about her personality. This is something that she enjoyed. This is a memory of yours together. And this is something that she's witnessed since she's been transitioned to the spirit world. And after I've done that, not only have I built my own kind of power, raised my vibration to be totally receptive to then t really be that communicator and truly channel it's not only beneficial for me as the medium, but I feel like for the client, it's so impactful because you're just like, what? Like that is so specific that by the time I get to your mother loves you and she's so proud of you, you are all in. There's probably no doubts. And if there are, they're definitely shrinking. Um, and so I feel like my purpose is to expand your consciousness and to help you heal. And so if I can do that by giving you a little bit more than your mom loves you and she's in the spirit world, like your mind might still go, but was she really with my mom? Right? Yeah. And, and I, and I feel like a lot of people have said to me that working with an evidential medium has helped them work through the doubts of that because they know that I've been with their mom. <laughs> um, so that's why I am an evidential medium. And I didn't seek out, like I didn't even know what that term meant when I started doing this work. It's not like I sought at that out. It just kind of came to me that this is what I do. And then it's funny because now I see that term being used more often by certain mediums in social media. And I'm like, interesting, right? It was a thing and I didn't know it was a thing because I'd never heard of somebody calling themselves an evidential psychic medium. Like, I don't think that people like uh, Teresa Caputo, like, I don't know if she goes on stage and says, I'm an evidential psychic medium. I believe she is, but I don't know if she uses that term. So it's not something I feel like is mainstream or always connected to psychic medium. Right. 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 And, right. and that's why I think it's so important that you do and people mm -hmm. know because there's, there's differences mm -hmm. like, the, and it's an amazing gift you have, like, it is mind blowing of like the things that you, that you brought in, the things that you shared. It was like, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. my mom. Yeah. Um, just in all of the things and how, how the reading went and just, and we can talk about that later too, down the road here, but um, how it's the, it's really kind of a, tells a story because it, we, things come in differently at different times in the reading too. And then they're weaved through. Mm -hmm. And then it's not just the evidence that you bring, Amy, it's you giving the story to the reader mm -hmm. again, like all of the pieces that you've shared, all of the things that you brought in, then you connect the dots for mm -hmm. the, the person because the person such as myself, like, I am like, in, like, this is amazing. This is awesome. And you're hearing the bits and pieces, but then to have the story brought back mm -hmm. and reaffirmed is just so validating and so healing and so profound that that's where I said to you when I was telling you that on the, the message that I shared that you're more than, or you're not just mm -hmm. like it is healing and it mm -hmm. is something that. I believe the world does need to know more of in this time that we live in. It's mm -hmm. life's too short. And if there, and it, and we have it, it's just, you're validating it and you're bringing in the evidence of things that we, we have, right. That's, yeah, that's right. It's already, it's already there. Mm -hmm. It's you're validating 
us as sitters to know and hear. And oh, it's just like, it's awesome. It's just so awesome. Thank you so much. I never really thought about that storytelling piece, but it's funny because, you know, one of my main kind of pillars of this podcast is to incorporate storytelling with education and, you know, with things about spirit. And so I love, because I never really thought of myself that way. Now, spirit has told me multiple times that I am a storyteller. And so, you know, and I, 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 I am a published author and I dream of continuing that down the road. Um, but I never really put those pieces together that it is about weaving a story. And I, I think about sometimes when I watch people do readings, maybe on TV or I've witnessed live demonstrations, sometimes they just might put out the evidence and then not mm -hmm. connect it. Right. And I never really clued in that that's something that I do. Like, I know I do it, but it's one of those things that I wasn't totally aware that I do it. That's just another layer. Thank you. I'm learning things about myself yeah. through this. Because yeah. I often say these pieces of evidence in the beginning may appear random, but no piece of evidence is ever wasted by spirit. It's all purposeful. <laughs> right. right? Yes. yes. And okay. So like things that you brought in at the beginning yeah. and then other stuff came in yeah. and then it came back to what we talked about first. Mm -hmm. And then that connected to the things that were in the middle yeah. and the kidney thing was so, okay. That was, that was so fun. Like you, you kept saying something about kidneys and I'm like, no, no, like, no, and and I think it isn't even during like the sitting somebody might not say something, but it could be after the fact, like even after something has like time has gone on where mm -hmm. then it comes back and it hits the person like, oh my gosh, like that's what that was. Because you were yeah, you were talking about kidneys and I'm like, I you know, no, but then we were talking about adrenal function. And then you asked about the adrenals and I said, Well, they sit on top of your kidneys and both you and I are <laughs> like, both like, Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So there's the kid, there's the kid. Yeah. So it isn't yeah. always like what a person might not know at that. Like it comes back. Yeah. It all, whatever always is said back. always comes back somehow. Right. Um, which is another, uh, an awesome, amazing, amazing thing too, that I have realized when, when you and I chat. So, yeah. And I think that's important for, you know, people listening that are interested or curious about having a reading, knowing that, you know, for the most part, I feel like everything makes sense. Um, but there might be a few pieces where you're like, I don't know how to connect that. But if you stay open and you just hold it, right, it will make sense in time. I hear from people uh, six months later, two years later, oh, by the way, I, yeah, that, that's what that meant. But it's also helpful for anybody listening that is working with or developing their own mediumship connection or ability we don't, as mediums, we don't need to know what it means. We just need to say it. And you can really stop your own connection in its tracks by trying to go, I don't, okay, she said no to kidneys. Okay, so I'm way off. Okay. And you're like going back and you're asking for more. And sometimes spirit's like, no, like I've that, that's it, right? But when you question and you then start to let it doubt, cause doubts in your mind, You've weakened the connection. So I had to learn that through trial and error, um, through like f thousands of readings over the last five years, that it doesn't matter if I know what it means. It's not mm -hmm. for me, but it's human nature to want to know what it means, I guess, especially if you're a bit of a storyteller. Um, but I'm just like, nope, kidneys. And I just have to trust it. And that's a lesson for me too, because it, that shows the spirit world that I trust and I am... Um, communicating for the client regardless of what I need from it, mm -hmm. which is what does this mean? <laughs> well, yeah. I know. And, and another thing too, like when you asked me a couple times, like, no, this could be like, this might be um, personal. This might be hard. This might be really, you know, difficult. Like when we talked about Abby and mm -hmm. um, I'm like, absolutely. Like ask away. Like I so appreciate that because some mediums, they may not, they might just skip over that. Like this, this isn't going to be good for them or whatever. It's just like what you said. This is what I hear. I need to say it. It's going to mean something to them. Um, I love that because then it's all out there. It's like, yes, I think, you know, I'm open to that. And, and I appreciate not leaving. Like if something's coming in, you're saying it or you're asking, can I say this? Right. It's like, yeah. Yeah, so I think that comes back to trust and intention because I 
set my intention to only bring through what's in this client's highest and best good. And, and I'm not a fear-based reader, right? So mm-hmm. I trust that if, if I'm bringing through a situation such as, you know, there's, there's a baby in spirit here. Oh gosh, I hope she's okay with talking about this. There's a level of me knowing you must be, or that piece wouldn't come through anyways, because my intention is to connect to your highest and best good. So I trust the spirit world that if they're bringing it to me, it means it's okay. But I also have to, I have a responsibility. So I have to take an extra, le- like an extra step and say, so I feel as if I have this coming, something about this coming through. Is it okay for me to talk about this further? Because I don't want you to feel uncomfortable, but I really just do that as that extra layer. I also trust like if it's coming in, it, it is okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but right. yeah, I, yeah, I wouldn't, um, there has been times in the past, like many years ago when I first started out where something might come in and I might go, yeah, I don't know what the heck that's about. I'm not even going to say it. And then later the person might go, so what I was wondering about was, and then I'll go, oh my God, like that already came in and I didn't say it. And it would have been more impactful if I would have just said it like organically without them asking. So that's been a trial and error experience for me over the years. Um, because a medium is like constantly learning, like uh, a medium, I feel like if a medium puts the work in and is open to expanding and maybe not ever reaching like expert status, they're always just like, continually trying to get better and better and better. I think, uh, I think that happens. Yeah. You gotta, yeah. you gotta shed the ego. If you're going to step into the mediumship path, the ego has no place. Um, right. Maybe in your life outside of, of your work, but if you're walking the path of a medium, then uh, you really need to kind of transcend <laughs> that ego <laughs> during your readings, at least. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, I appreciated it. And, and like you said, it was, meant for me at -hmm. that time. And another thing too is during the readings that um, we had, so I had um, an intuitive guidance. It was called intuitive guidance reading. Um, And we, it was an hour and a half, which I think definitely we hit that mark. Um, (laughs) Maybe more. We won't won't even talk about the second one, which, which I think we should talk about as an option too. Like the second one, I mean, we talked for two hours after, after that one. So, um, like with the intuitive guidance, what I loved about that reading was it wasn't past. It was not necessarily even future. A little bit of the the intention piece, but it was so awesome because you had no, like the things that you shared that we talked about, like you had no, no, no background, like no background. And of you had whatsoever. never talked about it. No, no. Yeah. yeah. And I wasn't going to. And I'm like, how long am I going to like keep like not telling her? Like, <laughs> Until eventually I just had to say, by the way, um, and so my intuitive guidance, it was like, now it was like, what was my, what did I need to know? Like now for my best good, which again, people that come in for a mediumship, you have that ability to tap in to the energy of what is best for them Mm -hmm. at their, for their highest good now, Mm -hmm. which was so good, which was just fantastic. Um, wow. Was it validating Amy? Thank you so much. Yeah. Cause you know, I always say like what's in their highest best good and then trust that spirit knows, okay, like there's something in her past that's holding her back that she needs to heal. If so, then they'll bring something through about the past. There's something currently right now that she's trying to weigh a decision on, or she needs her confidence built. She needs a little encouragement about right now so that she can take the next step. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people I'll bring through, it'll be more heavily future focused. And as a preface, I always like to say when somebody brings through something about the future, it's always a high probability because I like to empower people that the future is not set in stone and we mm-hmm. create the future choice by choice. So, but sometimes when, when there's a lot of focus on the future, I know this person really needs that light at the end of the tunnel. Like, okay, this is what's possible for me. And so I'm going to, you know, pull up my bootstraps right now with the guidance that's come in to help me get there. But it's always purposeful, like where the focus is on. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the reason why I, like when I, when you book a reading on, when you're filling out the form, I ask you not to give me any information, right? It's not for me. I don't do that for me. I do it for you because then if you're setting the intention, I would really like to hear information or guidance around 
uh, my career right now. And that's the thing that I bring forward. Then you know that that's your intention has been heard mm-hmm. in some capacity. Therefore, I think it gets the wheels turning. Like, okay, so then I'm thinking this. Obviously, my thoughts, there's some sort of like cause and effect with my thoughts. You know, like it's, I think it's all a boomerang effect. Um, so yeah, I think that it's it, a medium. I think any kind of reading that you have, if you're aligned, you're ready for it. You're with the right person. I feel like the the benefits of it are far greater than just the hour, the hour and a half that you spend with the medium. Would you agree with that? Wow, yeah. Yeah. A- oh my gosh, Abs- absolutely, F- for sure. Like the thing, the things that you brought in and the people you brought in and the stories you brought in and what was said, it was like, I still think about it. I still like share. I still talk. I still like review and, and, and new, th- I keep remembering new, th- you know, Oh yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it sticks with you. It's like, yes, n- it, it is now you it's, it is so comforting and healing and just raises your vibration to, um, yeah, it, mind blowing. That's just crazy. The, the, Thank you the, so much. what you it isn't just this, it just isn't that hour and a half. It, no, it, it's far it allows you to go forward. It allows you to move forward in a different view and a different perspective and a different meaning of, um, what you would in- initially thought, like your, right. your mindset is totally changed. Mm-hmm. If you're open and ready Absolutely. for it. Yeah. And it, and right. I feel, and that's another piece of like, I feel like why it's important for you as the client or the sitter to kind of do your research when it comes to booking a session. Cause like you, like you just said that what comes through can become your mindset. It can become your belief system. And so if you're maybe how, if you have a negative experience, which I will tell you a lot of my clients have said, Oh my God, I had a reading like 10 years ago. It was so awful. I'm just ready right now to try again with you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that that's why if you're doing this work, so any, budding mediums that are listening, it's really important that you are ethical and stand in integrity and are doing this for the right reasons because your voice can become that person's head voice, right? Like what you say and bring through affects can very much affect their life. Yeah. So yeah, so that both humbles me. It's also a great responsibility and I don't take it lightly. Um, so that's a great segue. How did your your person like your own life or your views on life or the afterlife? It sounds like you're pretty open already to the idea of it. Um, what changed in your life after your session? Um. Okay. So, like you said, I was I was always open to it. Just didn't mm-hmm. know that there was. Right. Yes. Like, like you said, it happens for a reason. Or yeah. I shouldn't say for a reason. I'm never going to go with that. It's going to events and people are put in your life mm-hmm. at the time that you need them to be. Yes. Um, so I would say again, the, the trust and the openness of this, because when we did the reading, like I think for some, okay, so I'm going to, I'm going to kind of veer and then come back to this again, yep. because I think with mediumship, like sometimes people just have this end game. Like they are so struggling, like they are struggling of, I have lost someone. I want them back. I am hurting so bad. I have such an emptiness in, in me. I, I need to know, I need to know, I need to know. And their intention for wanting them back sometimes isn't aligned with what the purpose of having the mediumship mm-hmm. is in my mind. Mm-hmm. And I get that been there. I've been there a few times. And so being open enough to go in with whatever comes in. Like some people want to just say, mom, connect me to mom, connect me to dad, connect me to whoever that person is, um, Mm -hmm. my child. And I, you can do that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that is, is a way to do that. But for what I have found over the course of the, the ones that I've done is to be open to what does come in. Mm-hmm. have that open channel, have that ability to be open to what the reader is going to be able to bring in. And I think, would you say, Amy, as a medium, like when somebody is more open than you as a reader 
that it's more of an open channel for it for it feels that more fluid it feels yeah. like it feels fluid rather than sometimes i feel like a closed offness with somebody there's difference between that and like nerves versus fear like if somebody is terrified of what we're doing and it's only happened once I did have to take a moment and help that person work through it. And, and, and I offered like, let's, we can reschedule this until, you know, yep. you are okay with this. We ended up proceeding because we worked through the fears and things, but absolutely the other person, I always say the client is the most important person in this relationship, in this connection. I feel like I've reached the point in my development that when I sit down here and it's go time, I'm ready. I've best prepared myself however I can by making sure I'm in good health, that I'm not tired, that I'm not stressed. Um, and the spirit's always ready. I don't, there's no certain time that has to go by before you can connect to your spirit loved one. It's you as the client, yes. it's your, it's your readiness. And the more ready, and I find curiosity is a good piece too. If you're just, I don't know if I'm ready, but I'm really curious that that's a really good uh, thing too. And, uh, so the most, I would say, because I think it's because I set my intentions to connect to those people. So mm -hmm. the people that book are reading, I trust are open, ready, and curious. And so for the most part, every reading feels very fluid like we had. Yeah. So I don't know if yeah. that's helped answer your question, but yeah. yes, it definitely affects like if the other person is not open is closed down is fearful or say the other person is really highly distractible or say they are coming off a hangover for instance because i know a lot of mediums will say like i'm not going to read for you if you've been intoxicated in the last 24 hours you know uh I, you know i, I don't like you do you but like if you're not in the right headspace your messages might not come in as fluidly yeah i'll still perceive the energy I'll still be able to bring through things through, but they might come in more like a little choppier rather than like a very fluid connection. So I think it's important that the sitter trust the meat has a level of trust with the medium because they've been referred or they've read their reviews or they've had conversations with them or they've checked out the social media. There needs to be that level of trust and there needs to be that level of readiness within you. And I think it's about being open to what you need versus what you want. And I think the more open you are, the more those two desires align. Because I think for the most part, like would it be fair to say that what you what you wanted and what you needed were probably closely aligned in the moment? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's because yeah. you were open. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny you're bringing this up too, because uh, in a, in a, episode I just did, I was talking about like what you could expect from a reading. And I was giving these examples of how I've read for one specific person where the first time we read together, it was like, I'm an open book, whatever happens, happens. This was for intuitive guidance. So I was bringing through all these specific things organically and like names and stuff. And her, she was just like, her mind was blown. And then she booked another session with me, but she had like 20 questions. And so the mm -hmm. whole session was her asking questions and me answering them. And I'm okay with that because I think everybody is an individual. So if that's what you want with your session, then that's what mm -hmm. we can do. But after it was done, she said, I think I prepared, I think I preferred rather when it came in naturally. Mm -hmm. And I said, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was yes. a good example of that. I, yeah. I know. And I think that because that was kind of how I set it up, things came in and out and in and out. And then when you weave that story together, moving forward with that question that you asked, I was able to leave our session and move forward with, wow, okay, that has changed, like, my thought, like, things I didn't know, like, it it, it has put my heart at peace, mm -hmm. um, and I think my mom, like, she raised me in with strong faith anyway, and mm -hmm. um, the passing of my dad, she lost um, mm -hmm. my dad her husband at a, you know, early in their marriage, like I was only eight. Um, and he came in and during our session and our dog, it was like, just mm -hmm. so like, and they just came back and forth and back and forth and how the whole story, it was just like an amazing, um, piece of evidence to show and validate that there is more beyond this, like so much more beyond this that is so healing. So when you say like, how did that affect me? I mean, you, you couldn't have given me a better gift. Like 
when people are in wonder and I'll do I'll do okay here. Oh, Karen, you're gonna make me cry. It's okay. If you let it out. It's, it's, it's when yeah. people like they wonder and they wish the best for their people that have passed mm -hmm. and to know they are. Mm -hmm. And what beautiful like what it's like on the other side. Mm -hmm. Which I already knew because my mom already my mother did a great job with sharing those beliefs and what was you know, I never feared death. Mm -hmm. And I think some people do. Mm -hmm. And I think having a reading with you or somebody that they trust, but I'm just gonna go with you. <laughs> um, oh. It is so like, it's really hard to put into words. Mm -hmm. um, and you've had them and you've experienced them yourself yeah. Yeah. in readings to know what that is to where your loved ones are and that they are living the dream, like living life. They have waiting for you. Yeah. And they have joined all of the people that they've lost. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just one big yeah. reunion. It is. And to know, and, and I'm telling you to know that mm -hmm. and to still be here without them mm -hmm. is just so, so healing, like just such a, it just fills my heart with um, joy, even though you struggle with joy and you're still trying to find joy. And you and I have talked a little bit about that. Um, you know that it can happen. You know that there is still joy. Um, but yeah, I just... I didn't mean to, I didn't mean no, to like, I love it. I no, it's, it's, it's authentic and it's true and it's honest. And I feel like, you know, I, I, I just applaud you for your vulnerability and, um, thank yeah. you so much for sharing that. I feel like that's so helpful for other people to hear too. And, you know, it's, it's okay to cry. I will tell you that I cry in sessions sometimes. <laughs> um, I'm really feeling what that spirit person is trying to convey and, um, it's a humbling and a beautiful experience and, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very blessed. I feel very blessed to be able to experience that and to, and to make this deep connection with people all over the world that I wouldn't have otherwise likely ever met. And I think there's an intimacy to a reading as well, mm -hmm. which is why it's important that you trust the person because I don't know about you, but like after doing your session, I felt like, okay, like there's, I've got another friend in the world, right? Like, I feel like it can be like that because you've connected so deeply energetically yeah. that it just feels like, ah, oh, you know, like you can, I can feel the energy of a person and I can feel, um, you know, you can't, energy doesn't lie, right? So when you're connecting to somebody that has good energy, you're like, oh my God, I'm just in awe of this person. And I, I constantly feel that about my clients, including yourself. So thank you. Mm -hmm. And yeah. and your loved ones in spirit. Like mm -hmm. I remember connecting to your mom. I don't remember all details. Some people ask me that. Do you remember every reading you've ever done? No, like I don't have the capacity for it. I do have a really good memory, but I am... There's a few bits and pieces that stay in my memory forever, and I often feel like the ones that do stay in my memory forever are connected to something that I needed to hear or something that I needed to learn. But when I revisit a person again, like say for you, uh, uh, another, if we connected to mom again, I def that would definitely feel familiar to mm -hmm. me, but I, I just remember how lovely your mother was um, and her energy and just the love she had for you. It's just, yeah, it just, it, it I don't know how to explain it, but I can feel all that love, which just helps me navigate life easier, you know, mm -hmm. and knowing that, yeah, times are tough and it seems like there's a lot of discord in the world. It seems like there's a lot of hate, but oh, there's a lot of love too. And, and it, that's not just talk. I can feel it. I can feel it in the relationships that you have and the people that are living and the people that you love in spirit and the amount of love they have for you. Um, yeah. And that's changed my life too. I remember sharing a couple years ago, I always share around my dad's passing date, which is in January. It's been five years now about how him passing, you know, led me to mediumship as most of you guys listening know if you're new to me, but I discovered I was a medium after my dad passed away. And that, that connection that I have with my dad, first of all, we healed a lot. 
because uh, our relationship was sometimes challenging. We healed a lot. Um, I see him, he sees me. I just kind of get why he was the way he was, you know, like I just, I totally get it. Um, but also I have this, I know how he views me now. I know what he thinks of me and I know what he knows I'm capable of. And so that in turn has made me feel a lot more fearless because I'm like, that's how much, that's what he thinks I'm capable of, right? That's what my higher self knows I'm capable of. That's what my spirit guides think I'm capable of. Who am I to not believe it? I'm ready, right? So it's changed my life in that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It does. It does. It does change you and it opens you up to wanting to know more mm -hmm. and um, trusting more. Um, wanting to share with others, like what is, what is available, um, for them too, like to, right. for, for others. So, and it's interesting because all of the stuff that you shared with me, I never cried when, <laughs> when during our session, really, I mean, mm -hmm. and I did, but, but there is that, that empathy that is there mm -hmm. and wanting it so much for other people to know that they too can that's, experience that. That's so kind. And so that's probably that's why you're yeah. here. That's why you're yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. I can't thank you enough for wanting to share that. And you know, this last question, I think we've just answered it. What would you like others to know who are interested in mediumship, um, having a mediumship reading, but maybe nervous or fearful? Mm. I think, you've, I think, I think that answered is a, it, but, but I think that's a great question. I think there is still that fear. I think and curiosity, which is great. Um, and wonder, and I think that's okay. Like, I think yeah. people that are, um, I recommend them giving it, giving it a try. Like that, especially with you, you're so authentic and you are vulnerable and you, your intention is, is so strong that that fear goes, melts away very fast. Like in a reading, in a session with you, um, it, there is, there is really no, there is not, there, there wasn't any fear for me. And, um, I think people, like we talked about earlier, you do have to be open mm -hmm. to it and, and see what happens, happens. And it doesn't mean it's a one and done. Like just because you have right. one reading, that doesn't mean you're not going to have others, um, That's and right. other things. And it's not just, a, a a one thing or a snapshot piece. Like I do, I do suggest if people are out there curious, they're wondering, they're um, wanting to know more, um, and especially for the people that are already like, I'm in, I am totally in, then you need to jump all the way in. You, you yeah. take it, take the risk. Um, it, it will change your life. It will totally change your life. Now you're going to make me cry. <laughs> yeah. No, because this is, this is my, my this is my why. This is mm. why I do this. There's a lot of crap I had to move through and dismantle and fears and limiting self-beliefs about my own capabilities, right? And I feel like part of me was also nervous of the huge responsibility Um because I know that I am a, a bit of a status quo breaker and I know that I am a bit of a myth buster. And so I just want to show another way. I want to show mediumship that's not, I don't know why the word embroiled is coming to mind, but spirit's giving me that word, but like that is embroiled, embroiled with like fear and power hungry and ego, mm -hmm. you know, like the, when we think of, Oh, a psychic medium, right? Like, we might not think about me, who is a mid-40s mom of three, who, you know, has an anxiety dis disorder and, like, deals with her own stuff and swears sometimes. You know, you might not think about that. You think about this lady in a tent with her little crystal ball, but that that's just a story. That's it is. And I think... And I think that's a story that has been passed down mm -hmm. for years, like, Centuries. throughout history. and. Yeah. You know, you think about in, yes, like you're saying this big old turban and the crystal <laughs> yeah. ball, like going yeah. to a fair, oh, I want to go into that tent. Yes. You know, I think it's just those stories that are passed down and 
it's so dip. It's just so dip. Like, like I will have, I will say like, if somebody is wondering what it's like, it is like this, this is what it's like. It's just yeah. you and I, you bringing things in and us visiting about them. It is like this. It is so casual. It's so comfortable. It, you make it comfortable. You, um, are just so fun and just have so many amazing gifts that the world needs to know about. And this is your purpose. This is what you are here to do. And I love your research, Amy. I love what you research and all of the education that you put in, in so many different modalities, whether it's astrology, human design, you also being a Reiki um, practitioner, like it isn't just, here's that word just, it is so many things that you bring into your readings as a medium that I think has just amplified your gifts because you do go down those rabbit holes where some people don't want to go. I think you do bring in the real that people need to hear and never thought about from a different perspective. And because of that, the mediumship that you offer or the different the different mediums, you know, it's not just mediumship. Like you have a whole platform of different things that you have to offer. Um, really, really is something that so many people can benefit from. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, you're, wow. I, I've been, a man, a plan, a canal, oh, sorry, Siri's talking. Apologize yeah. about that. Um, you know, I have been, I've been very open and honest in sharing that. Although I know this is my gift and, you know, the gift of communication in all ways, whether it is through writing or speaking or channeling, that I know is a gift, but I, I am also, it's a place that I am the most insecure Right, which is an interesting concept and one I've been really diving into. Uh, you know, like are the things that we likely the things that we are the most gifted at are kind of wrapped up in a package of I don't know if I can do this or I don't know if I'm any good at it. Um, so it's been a journey for me, but I often get in my head about this term expert and how I, I am that person that's constantly seeking and constantly learning and expanding my consciousness. And then sometimes I get in my head like, but then how do I, what do I do with that? How do I offer that to people? And so I think like, do I offer, do I teach astrology? Do I teach uh, human design? Do I become, you know, more of a Reiki practitioner where I'm doing that as a sole offer? And then I don't always take action with those things because I get overwhelmed about it. But you just reframed that for me because you showed me that I am taking action and doing something with them. I'm just pooling them into the existing offers I have. Yes. You are funneling all of your gifts and skills yeah. and, and learning and all of the things that you can bring to others because everybody's different. And everybody's going to have those little pieces that they will resonate with and connect with um, differently. And so yeah. it's it's having all of that little expertise. Um, and it's so beneficial to that because if you're just one way, then that's not going to fit all people. Like, that's right. It just it just won't work. And what you're doing is working. So thank you so that much. That is so great. Yeah, I, 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 you've helped me reframe some things today. The storytelling. Yep. Um, and yeah, how I am. Because it, it's the same thing. Like I say, no evidence is ever wasted from spirit. They're no. not going to bring through something through unless uh, they're not going to bring something through unless it is important and mm-hmm. valid. And also, I guess no learning, no seeking is ever wasted either. And I say that to you too, because I know you were like, well, now I'm down this path and I'm just learning and learning and learning and learning and learning. But I guess that's a message for you too. It's not wasted. That wisdom will be expressed for you. I think the thing, like, I don't know about you, but for me, sometimes I get in my head of like, all right, I need to find the balance. And I think a lot of light workers do need to find this balance of, yeah, you're here to serve, you're here to learn, and you're here to, you know, share that wisdom with others. But don't forget that you're also here to live and learn experiences yourself. So there has to be that like groundedness and that practicality of, okay, yeah, I got all these, this book smarts and I've learned all these things. What am I going to do with them now? 
Uh, and that's where I'm at in life. I don't know if that's where you are too, but yeah. Yeah. You wonder. Yeah. I often wonder, it's like, oh my gosh, like what, I wanted to learn this. I want to learn that. And then I just have to say, okay, Karen, like you say, ground yourself. And, yeah. and to be honest, it, it rolls out the way it's supposed to. It, I, it, I, I, it I, will, what will happen will happen. And what's meant to be is going to be. And I think we just have to trust that and think of that. It's okay. Even though that little other voice in our head is screaming at us, maybe something else just to go with your intuition. And that is probably going back to one of your questions that you asked about moving forward is, um, being, being more knowledgeable about what's around me, um, living more in the right. moment, um, tr trusting my intuition more, um, and following that guidance more has, has really come through after some of some of those readings that you and I have, have had for Thank sure. You. Yeah. That's wonderful. I'll leave, I'll leave you with this unless you have anything else you'd like to share no, about yourself good. or your next steps. Yeah. Anything else you want to share? Um, no, I think, okay. I think it's just listen, like just, just really, listen. really, truly, truly listen, whether that's while you sleep, while you walk, while you bike, whatever's coming into you, like spirit's going to talk to you in different ways and spirit's going to come into you. It could be with driving in a car. Like they all know it could be through a song. It could be through another person. Um, my biggest thing is to listen until they're shouting at you because <laughs> you weren't listening the first time, but to really start listening. Yeah. And a reading can help you with that too. I think yep. if you, cause I, cause I find often that as um, a loved one in spirit will bring through, like, this is how I talk to her and this is how I'm trying to get her attention. So then you're like, Oh, I'm going to be, I'm going to pay more attention to that. And it's, it's like a ripple effect where more and more and more continually comes in. And I feel like it does open a door for people that are open. It, it allows people to then look at things maybe through a different lens and begin to think about things a little different. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the purpose. I don't, a medium is not meant to, you know, I think this is one of the myth, the myths that I'm kind of breaking and the ego piece that, you know, sometimes can be in the spiritual world, which is like, I am gifted, come to me, you know, it's, it can be a power trip, right? And I think that's what sometimes people think about, right? Or if we talk about maybe unethical things like curses and all that kind of stuff, that's not at all what I'm about. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, it's just important to be real and to, to leave somebody with more answers than questions and give them tools so that they can then move forward. Like I'm always picture spirit always gives me this image in my mind when I'm working with a client. It's like I'm that like parent um, that's holding on to the back of their kid's bicycle. They've just taken off their training wheels and they, you can do it. You can do it. Yeah, you're doing it. Like that's how I view myself. I want to leave you with tools yeah. so that you don't feel super dependent on me. You also know and are empowered to know that you can communicate too. Right. But yeah. Right. And I, I love that you, I love that you are saying that and that we're talking about this, you know, right before we go is going to, to you as a medium is I'm not giving my power away. No, you're I'm, not. I'm not, I'm no. not giving my power away. I am, I am learning more. I am gaining more insight. I am, what is there is there. It's validating what is and, um, using those, using that in a different, seeing it in a different way and living life, living life differently in, in out of, and it's always out of love. It's always coming always. from a place of love and light mm -hmm. and to be able to then be that love and light for others mm -hmm. to walk with that love and light and share that experience with others because now could, because now I'm changed. I am different. And if so many, if people would do that, just think, just think of the domino effect that that would be the ripple effect that I was just going to say that would yeah. be there, you know? Um, yeah, I just, I've been, yeah, I've been thinking that. about that a lot lately and, um, about, I think maybe even in the podcast I recorded that's airing before this one, I, I literally said in the beginning, like, 
that spirit was kind of, I was channeling a little bit and it was about like, what's your legacy? What's your ripple effect? You know, how do you want to show up in the world? What do you want people to remember about you? Because people remember how they, how you feel, how Mm -hmm. you make them feel. Um, That's the most impactful thing here, right? And we talk about connecting to spirit and intuition, the analogy I was going to give, or, you know, the, the picture that you can think in your mind. And this has actually come through in other people's, actually a mediumship reading before I did a couple years ago, where I was connecting to an older gentleman in spirit who was the father-in-law of the client that I was reading for and they had a very very tight relationship Hmm. almost more like father right and she used to call him all the time and ask him for guidance and she felt lost because she didn't have the ability to do that anymore she hadn't told me that and we hadn't discussed that yet at this point but he brought through you know this image of tell her that whenever she wants to talk to me all she has to do is pick up the phone and so she started crying when I said this and he said her intuition the her inner knowing the voice that she hears that's me that's how I communicate to her that's our telephone now so she had had told me after you know for the rest of my life I'm going to imagine that whenever I have something drop into my intuition that it's coming from someone in spirit Mm -hmm. that it's for my best and highest good Mm -hmm. and that I always have I always have that line like that line is never going to go away um and I thought that was a nice way to end this episode yeah yeah I, I love I love that. I love everything about it, that. Mm-hmm. I I have thoroughly enjoyed our conversation. Me too. It Thank was you excellent. so much for allowing me to to join you today. Thank you for you know offering to do this and to I I just have so much gratitude for you. Um you know it shows just kind of what kind of person you are that you would well, want to come on and share your experiences for the benefit of another person. It's funny you said ripple effect because lately, I don't know if you've noticed, but on a lot of my social media, I will say hashtag ripple effect in my posts because that's like a main focus of mine right now. I want to be intentionally working on my ripple effect. And so listeners, that's your homework. How can you intentionally leave somebody better than you found them? What's your legacy? What's your ripple effect? Thank you, Karen. Thank you so much. Thanks, Amy. See you guys next time. I hope you enjoyed this. Thank you for joining me for another episode here of the Intuitive Rising podcast. If you would like to continue the chats and join the community, please join us over on Facebook and search for the Intuitive Rising community. All are welcome. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider giving it a five-star rating. If you'd like to connect with me directly, please visit my website at theintuitiverising.com.